0: Joshua in chapter number six, and we'll read a few verses out of this great chapter. Uh, Leading up to this text here, after spending 40 years wandering in the wilderness, the people of Israel were now in a position that they could go in and take the land of Canaan, and that is the land that God had promised them way back in the book of Genesis chapter number 15. And... They had already seen the mighty Jordan roll back and seen God perform that miracle uh, when the priest took that step of faith. And so uh, what a great time of triumph and victory it is uh, for the people of God here. They're excited and uh, they are uh, so excited about it and wanted this to be so memorable that they've erected a monument about what God had done for them and said don't ever forget about it. So what a a memorable time in the children of God's life. But here in chapter number six, they had to decide if they were gonna go on or if they were gonna stop, if they were gonna continue in the conquest in the land that God had given them or are they gonna stop? And if they were gonna go to the next level with God into the promised land, they were gonna face an obstacle. And I'll say this before I read this. If you thought that when you get saved by the grace of God, it's all just gonna be easy and coasting and all that right there, you done got the wrong outfit, amen? One of the reasons I know I'm saved is because the devil hadn't left me alone and the world and the flesh and the devil have all out assaulted us. If you're saved, he will. On the day you get saved, he's not gonna let up until the day Jesus comes back. So, Thank God for a battle, amen? Chapter number six and verse number one, he said, now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets, of ram's horns, and the seventh day you shall come past the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. It shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with a ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Verse number six said, And Joshua the son of Nun called the priest and said unto them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass past the city and let him that arm, that is armed pass on before the Ark of the Lord. Now go to verse number 12, if you would, please. And Joshua rose early in the morning. That right there, that'd right, get a bunch of people right there. And Joshua rose early in the morning and the priests took up the Ark of the Lord. Verse 16, And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. Now go to verse 20 and 21, and I'll let you be seated. Verse 20, So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman and young and old and ox and sheep and ass with the edge of the sword. Thank you. You can be seated. I do appreciate your standing. Now, the people of God are at a place where God has brought them to another challenge or another obstacle, if you will. And that is this great fortified walled city of Jericho. And the question is... Or would they press on? Would they go on for God? Would they go on where God intended them to live? Uh, and, uh, and, or would they just stalemate right where they are? And then we say this as we seek to follow the Lord's direction, You better believe there's going to be difficulties that's going to go in your life and are going to confront you if you're going to go on with God. On an individual basis, if you want to go on with God, there's going to be challenges. Uh, And I told somebody on the way up here, I was talking to somebody at the church and I say, well, I get sometimes, I get a little concerned when things are going too smooth. It seems like things are going a little smooth. I get concerned because I wonder when the devil's going to raise his head. And about that time, he does and he, he will if you're trying to do something for God. But as a church, you got to get to a place where you're gonna, not going to let these obstacles stand in the way. And I tell you, I want for the best for this church. And I tell you, I know your preacher wants the best for this church. And any pastor, they want the best for their church. And they don't want their church to stop. And they don't want their church to get in a place where they're comfortable. They want the church to march on and go on for the glory of God. But if you're going to do so, if you're going to march on for the glory of God, Jericho has got to go. Now, I want to preach on that a little bit tonight on Jericho has got to go. Jericho has got to go. Now the way I see this situation they have three options. They can get to a place and they can defeat Jericho and pass on to the promised land. They can stick around in the wilderness and wander around and go back to the place that God brought them out of or they can join Jericho and adopt their culture and their customs. See Jericho was a place of abominations. It was a place where the devils were worshipped. It was a place where human sacrifice was practiced. It was a place where heathenism was everywhere and Jericho contained the lowest and vilest forms of immorality uh, on the earth and that is no place to raise children. It's no place to have a family and God said listen you can conquer this. I've already given you this land but Jericho has got to go. And and listen all of us are going to find ourselves in the same crossroads spiritually in our spiritual walk with God where our Jericho has got to go. And listen that's where I want in these days. I want the city of Jericho in our life of the lowest point in the land of that day I want God to deal with that and let us get those things out of our life why in the world would you want to dwell in a place like Jericho raise your children in a place like Jericho when God is putting you in a place flowing with milk and honey where there's power and there's victory and there's anointing on your life I never understood why people say brother Randy I've been thinking about going back to the world I tell you why in the world would you want to go back to the world It didn't do nothing for you it left your heart broken that left you lost and undone, why in the world would you wanna go back to that place? I'm not saying you can't backslide. I'm not saying you can't get out of the will of God, but I'm gonna tell you, thank God, I cut ties with this world 23 years ago, and I said, by the grace of God, I'm not going back, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why in the world would you want to go back? You ain't missing out on nothing. There'll be people tonight, they'll party, and I know what's going on. There'll be a ball game on it, and they'll get about half drunk, get up in the morning, can't find their car keys, can't locate but about one shoe. I want to know what in the world did I do last night and who won last night. Thank God, by the grace of God, for Lord, that's me wake up. I'll be in my right mind, whether you believe that or not? I really will. I'll be in my right mind, saved by the grace of God, living the best life and the whole wide world, amen. But if you're gonna do that, Jericho has got to go. First of all, they faced a challenge. And and let me say this, to say that 2020 was a challenging year is an understatement to say the least. I mean, we went through things we've never had to go through. I preached against drive-in church and had it. I mean, listen, it's amazing to me. Uh, we t- We tried the best that we could. Uh, I know we've been accused of everything in the whole wide world. Well, ain't nobody know how to do it. I mean, you'd call this and call that, and they say, well, Brother Andy, we don't know what to do. And so we just say, well, praise God, we gonna do it like God wants us to do here. But I'm gonna tell you this, the walls of Jericho stood between the Israelites and the promised land. Uh, is there things that's standing in your way right now? Are there difficulties and are there battles in your life that you're still still battling today, we're foolish to think that all these obstacles are just gonna fall down before our feet, but I am saying this, you're gonna have to get some wherewithal about you, you're gonna have to get some grit and gall and say I'm not letting these walls stand in the way. You might be dealing with a wall tonight that nobody knows about. It might be the wall of doubt or the wall of discouragement or the wall of despair or the wall of disobedience or something that you don't even make aware to your spouse or your children, but God knows all about it you might be facing a wall of fear or a wall of failure. i tell you what Jericho is to a lot of people now, it's their Facebook wall, amen? I mean, if God was to deal with you about getting rid of your Facebook page, you'd just about get rid of your pet dog you've had for 10 years before you'd cut the cord and get rid of your Facebook page, amen? Amen, let me get me a drink of water right here, I feel like preaching. I'm just telling you, amen. The adversary wants you to keep uh, from being where God wants you to be and he wants to stop you from growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll say this, there really is love and joy and peace and rest uh, when you know that you're in the will of God uh, living in Canaan. But what happens here? Satan will put up some things to keep you out of the land. Why in the world would you want to let, uh, why would you let a pair of pants uh, keep you out of living in Canaan? Uh, why would you let a little old mean skirt, and I'm talking about a little one, why in the world would you let that keep you out of Canaan? Uh, why would you let something, what your shirt? show or something you do or a honky-tonk or whatever. What would he do? What would you do to go and live in Canaan's land? Amen. I've had kidney stone got one right now. Somebody said if you'd drink a beer you'd get rid of that. If you find out I, if you find me, if you see me with a beer can in my hand, somebody's killed me. They're trying to dispose of the body, and they suck a beer can in my hand to make it look like I was. Mark it down. Put that on your Facebook, amen. Put that on your Twitter page. Uh, you put that on your Instagram, amen. And Twitter, if I didn't say Twitter, honest before God, I wouldn't be on Twitter because of the name of it. If filming it, Twitter. God help you, amen. Face a challenge. Amen, but God already had a plan. I want you to look at your Bible in verse number two. He said, and the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given into the hand of Jericho. He said, see there? He said, see, I didn't give it to you. Why in the world? God's done promised it. God's done said, you can live in this land. And this plan was not devised by Joshua. It was God that came up with this. And he said, listen. He said, see, I have given into, the hand, thy, into thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor God said, I've already given you this land. Verse number 16, and it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, shout, for the Lord hath given you the city I'm telling you, when you get saved by the grace of God, uh, God has given you victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul dealt with that in Romans chapter number 7. He said the things that I want to do, I don't do them. And the things that I do want to do, I don't do them. He said, oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. You've got victory in Jesus, you've got overcoming power to get rid of that Jericho in your life. Jesus, get, people say, well, you know, i am waiting on God. I believe a lot of times God's waiting on us. I'm waiting, does, does God have to tell you? God done told us. He's done told us what he wants us to do. God has had, got a plan here, amen? But God keeps his promises. The walls of Jericho and the city of Jericho fell because God said they would. Until you say, I can't get victory. I, I have this thing that, that's in my life right now that nobody knows about, this, this besetting sin. I'm telling you, God will give you victory over that. People say, well, Brother Andy, I ain't never had no problem with this, you know. People get up and preach about cigarettes and stuff like that. People ain't never smoked. That's say, well, that wouldn't be no problem to me. I'd quit smoking immediately. That's because you ain't never smoked. Amen. That's right, and some of y'all scared to say amen because you might be sneaking behind the smokehouse uh, still smoking, amen. You're afraid to say amen, and you know your wife knows it because uh, you come in and smell like a Marlboro, and your wife done knows you've been doing it, and you think you're fooling everybody. I mean, you ain't. Uh, but listen, God will give you victory over that. I know that he will. I mean, there's some people, you know, they'll quit, they'll, they'll quit smoking, throw their cigarettes out, uh, cigarettes out on the way to church and hunt them on the way home, Amen. They sometimes, well, you'll have problems, you'll have issues, but I promise you, God will give you victory over those things. Amen. Anything that's standing in your way because God keeps his promises. And God's promises to us, they're just as certain today as they were when these 40 writers gave us this Bible. When they were inspired by the Holy Ghost of God, the Bible will help us in these days and he'll help you conquer Your Jericho and your walls. Jericho's got to go. God's got a plan. God had a promise. And God said, his promise is I'll be with you with my presence. Verse number five, and it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet and all the people shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Uh, God had promised to be with his church here. He said, listen, you take the ark and you let the ark go before you. And he said, if you've got that ark, he said unto the people, pass on and compass the city and let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. Uh, God said, I'll be with you. You take the ark with you. And the ark just wasn't a trinket to these people. I mean, that ark meant something to them. That was the presence of God. And I tell you, I know how it is on Monday night. I know how it is on Monday night revival especially when you got all kinds of things going on that uh, uh, people distracted. But I'm gonna tell you what, I got liberty to preach tonight and that's good. And when everything got started and then people started testifying, it started easing up a little bit. Uh, you know why? It's because God is here, uh, God's hands on this church, God's hands on the man of God. And I'm gonna say something tonight in mind the Lord. I'll tell you what I'd do, I'd get behind my pastor, I'd stand behind him, I'd drive a stake in the middle of this church, tell the devil you're in it for the duration and hang in there, praise God. Amen, stay with the church, stay with the preacher. Amen. I tell you, you get God's presence around. hey I man listen, you're not gonna have God's presence around moaning and grumbling and complaining about every little thing. Uh, thank God, listen, you can have the presence of God. Don't sacrifice the presence of God. There's some churches that have sacrificed the presence of God over the littlest things in the whole wide world. What well, does that matter? I mean, listen, y'all ain't gonna put purple and blue and pink carpet in here what does it matter what they do in the nursery what does it matter where they get some of this thing y'all ain't gonna paint the place black in here I don't reckon y'all this a church it ain't the VFW it ain't a honky tonk. They some people that gets all stressed out about the littlest little old things I'm telling you there ain't nothing worth sacrificing the presence of God God said I'll go with you Amen. You gotta have him. We gotta have him in these days. God is with this church. God's been in this church. You had a man of God before this man of God ever got here. And I'm telling you, that's why God will honor a place. You keep it right. You keep it right, amen, and God will honor it. And I tell you, there's a whole lot of people saying a thing they can't tell. They go to some church and they say, well, they hoot and holler and run up and down the aisles and all that kind of stuff. You see them on a Monday, they look like everything but a Christian, hey, they look like they've been, have been to some D- Justin Bieber concert. Amen, look like they just took up with the Hell's Angels. I'm just telling you Jericho's got to go you can have the presence of God or you can have a performance I'd rather have his presence, I'd rather have his power I tell you the way that they got through that is because the power of God and that same God that parted the Red Sea in salvation and that same God that parted the Jordan in sanctification is the same God that can bring down the walls of Jericho for emancipation He set me free. He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound my Jesus to see. Glory to God. He set me free. Uh, We sang that song, but some of us are in bondage to little old things that shouldn't even matter. People say, well, you put yourself in bondage. No, I was in bondage. I was in bondage. Now I'm free. Not free to sin, but free from sin. God has the power to break those walls down in your life. I mean the same God. He's not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. Psalm 18 and verse 13, the Lord also thundered in the heavens and the highest gave his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them and he shot out lightnings and discomfited them. I like that word discomfited. You say, what does that mean? In country boy language, that means he beat the daylights out of them, amen? Verse 15, then the channels of waters were seen and the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. I'm telling you, God is the same God. If I didn't think God could still move and do the things in 2021 that he did back in the days that he did in this text, I'd fold up my Bible, amen. But I know it's true, I know it's right and God is still God. You watch God do something in 2021. The reason he's gonna do something, brother Kate, because a lot of people don't think he can no more. I guess everybody thinks that God's died somewhere and that God's, hey, God's alive, amen. Our God's alive. I'm telling you, he's still got power, yes, amen, to get her done. Come on here with me now, amen. Consider that stolen, by the way, amen. Yes. He's got the power to get it done, amen. I mean, listen, not only that, but they need to follow the commandments. Joshua and the Israelites simply carried out God's commandments, and they conquered Jericho. Victory over Jericho was guaranteed, but it was not automatic. Amen. It was not automatic, You have a choice in this. And God will bring you to a place where you're just gonna follow God and go with God. You know, I wonder sometimes people say, well, you know, Brother Andy, uh, you know, I I think we live in a different day and we live in a different time and they had a different custom then. And and listen, I understand that and I know all about that. But somebody tell me what part of this Bible is not important. If it was not important, God would not give it to us. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Hey, this book will tell you how to live, amen. As a matter of fact, there's more in this Bible that tells you how to live after you're saved than it does tell you how to be saved. We just need to follow the commandments of God, What part of this is not right? What part of this? Do we just rip the part out about the apparel? Do we just rip the part out about women and mothers should be keepers at home? Is that just something we just rip that out of the Bible? I'm telling you, no. Amen, all right, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you now, sir, I'm gonna try to help you right now. You and your wife's been battling the street. We ain't gonna be able to make it. We're not gonna be able to make it if she don't continue to work. So what you're saying is God can't take care of you like he said he could. All right, I'm gonna have to get me a drink of water right now. <laughs> and breathe a little bit. Some of y'all will kinda, y'all like this right now. And I'm not trying to be a smart at it to you. I'm trying to help you, I'm trying to help you. You say, why? Because I've seen it happen. Hey, this is a Baptist church, ain't it? (laughs) It is. Amen. I I, I go to one. Amen. I, I know how it goes. Everybody's dealing with the same stuff. You've been right where I've been. I mean, I can be touched with the feeling of your infirmities. I know what it's like. would we'll say, well, if your wife, if your wife had, you know, if she'd work a little bit, then you'd have more money. I'm going to tell you what, Fred, you do it God's way, and you do how God tells you to do it. I'll tell you what you'll do. You'll find the deals at the flea markets. Uh, you'll be able to buy 10 for one. You watch it. I'm telling you right. Amen. You do it God's way. You say no, we're not going the ways of the world. And I tell you what, just sit down, and get you a pen and paper, brother Ricky. I'm telling you what, they squirrels in this hole now. Right, so I'm gonna flush around. I tell you, sit down and do the math, sir. Figure out how much money that she spent on clothes, on food, on driving back and forth, on a lot of things that you wouldn't have to spend on. Somebody take care of your child. And let me say this: It ain't today care's responsibility to take care of Junior. Yeah man. I'm just telling I'm trying to help you. You're dealing with that tonight, sir. I don't know where you're at. You're dealing with it right now. And what you need to do is say, God, we're going your way right now. That's your Jericho. Brother Richie. I got no doubt about what I'm preaching tonight. That's your Jericho, sir. Ma'am, that's your Jericho. And I got the authority of the word of God to know that God will take care of you. You do it God's way, your Jericho will come down. I, I'm just telling you, I've seen it happen time and time and time again What God, did, I don't know, don't ask me how he's gonna do it. Hey, if you got a strike all in your yard, praise God, there'll be a geezer in there, amen, that'll be throwing, I'm not talking about old fella either, a geyser is what I mean. There'll be a geyser be oil, that'll be throwing all in the air 55 feet, amen. 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 Some of you ladies say, Well, I done got a geezer. It's my husband. Amen. Mm-hmm. You better listen to what I'm telling you. That's right. That's right, brother. Dye. Amen. amen. It's right. I'm just telling to do what God says, follow God, do what God said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lead not unto thine own understanding. What do you mean, Joshua? Seven times? That don't make no sense to me. Joshua, you, you mean tell us one time, we go one time, six days in a row, and, uh, and, and, and we're gonna make it home tonight. All right, six days and one time around, one time on, on every day for six days. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Why is that? Well, that's what God told me to tell you. You mean to tell me on the seventh day we're to march around seven times? Yeah, and not only that, you're supposed to shout and when you march around that seven. Well, that don't make no sense to me. I don't understand. You know, why in the world Brother Ricky doing that? Why does he want to have a meeting like that? Why in the world does he want to have a two-week meeting for? Amen. I've been at Concord for 23 years. This is a vacation. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. That's the truth. Why does he want to do it that way? Why does he want to have that man? I'll tell you what God did. God said, Joshua, here's what you do. And I'm telling you, Joshua, by the grace of God, he said, I'm gonna do what you say because I've seen it work. Amen? Amen. So they just followed the commandments of God. He said, just keep following the ark. Now, listen, what has happened here is you see God put that ark in there and God put it right in the middle of everything. I'm telling you, you keep Jesus the focal point of this church. You keep, listen, I'm gonna say something right now. It wasn't Joshua that's even gonna take him through. It was the God of Joshua that was gonna bring down the walls of Jericho. Amen? That didn't make no sense. Really, no previous battle had ever been fought like this, nor since, as far as I know. I mean, can, can you imagine Desert Storm, and the generals come in and said, "All right, I tell you what we're gonna do, boys. Y'all leave all the artillery back here at the base. Don't take no, don't take no guns out there. Don't take, don't take any." You say, "Well, they didn't have that stuff back there." Well, they had swords, and they had haberdons and they had axes. I mean they some of them place. I mean listen if I'm if I'm gonna go out I'd rather you just put a bullet in me. I don't wanna be hit one of them and head, one of them big old axes. Cause it can might take three or four times take you out. I mean, go well, ahead. I mean, but listen. You say, well they didn't have no, they didn't have tanks back then. They did have weapons. God said, Listen, Your weapons ain't gonna work. I'm telling you, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling downs of strongholds. I'm telling you, you can't figure it out, but just faith it out, just trust God and watch God deliver your Jericho, amen. Listen, sir, jericho got to go. What God's dealt with you about has got to go. And I'm convinced of this, brother laddie. It seems like the bigger the task the more God gets glory out of it when He comes through. Amen. Let me ask you something. What, what is a great, did, would somebody say raising someone from the dead? That's a pretty big deal. Pretty great task. Amen. I hadn't seen Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn hadn't done that. Amen. Some of these faith healers, I ain't not seen them do that. But I'm telling you what, I can take you to a place at 305 Owens Road, Southeast, in Calhoun, Georgia, in the living room on the love seat. Where God raised the dead. You say, yes, he did. I wasn't asleep. I was dead in trespasses and in sin and God got me out of the graveyard and God resurrected my life. I'm telling you, he can get you out of whatever problem you got. He saved you, got you out of the graveyard, put you in the house of God. He can deliver you now. He delivered you from death and the penalty of so great a death. Now you have so great a salvation, you're telling me God can't do it? God can do it. You just got to have trust Him enough to do it. And I'll tell you what they did. They had faith and they just stepped out and did exactly what God told them to do. You say, well, that ain't a normal way. No, just walk on. Amen. Their foe was conquered. God gave them victory just because they simply followed the instructions by faith. Amen. Got any rivers tonight you think are uncrossable? got any mountains you can't tunnel through? God specializes in things that are seen as impossible. And what He's done for others He'll do for you. I tell you they saw to your family they didn't think you'd be in church. They saw them say, well, there ain't no way that they're gonna get saved. I've done prayed, to, I've done prayed till I've prayed. I'm tired of praying. And now they are, here you are in the house of God, saved by the grace of God, in an independent, fundamental Baptist church. The things you used to make fun of, now you're a part of. The things you used to mock out, now you're right in the middle of this outfit, amen. You done got associated with this crowd. They done in your car in the parking lot, amen. They done flew over Well, the one of them drones. You done been droned up in here. They said, well, they done got hooked up with them fanatics over there. That's probably what some of the neighbors think. They probably think, man, a lie. Can they see through, the, through them windows right there, Brother Ricky? I don't know. I mean, they probably look at, what in the world that fella up there sweating? <laughs> and, and he's, a, he's a laughing and a carrying on or something like that. And these people in there that act like they actually like it it don't make no sense to the world. What you're gonna have to do for God may not make no sense to the world, but God will perform a miracle for you. Faith is not the absence of doubt. A lot of times, you know, I I think we, people say, well, I I gotta go to church and I don't have the faith like everybody else. And and let me say something. When God is calling you to do something, it doesn't mean that there's gonna be an absence of doubt. Because this flesh immediately, we can't, I can't, I can't, we can't, we won't. That's not the absence of doubt. Faith is choosing to trust God over the doubt. It's choosing to make that first step. It is choosing to say, God, I believe that you can. And he can. And Jericho has got to go. There's no shortcuts on this Jericho road, amen? There's no shortcuts you're going to have to do what God would have you to do, amen? And I tell you, the walls, the Bible said, they fell flat. They fell flat. That means they were consumed. From what I understand, they were consumed and they were not something that they had to climb over and get, I mean, because the walls were very, very high and very wide in that city of Jericho. When God brought them down, they fell down flat. And I'm gonna say right now, your Jericho can either be a stepping stone or a stumbling block, You say, what do you mean? Well, there was a harlot that they had went in and told. Said, look, we're coming. We're gonna take this city. And if you'll just do it like we say, If you'll just hang out that scarlet thread and if you'll do, it don't make no sense. What are we doing, Rahab? We're putting it out there because we done heard about how they done took out Sihon and Og. We done heard about all these things that they've done. Uh, Listen, when they come in and told us, they said, listen, we done already heard. We done know what all's gonna happen. I'm telling you, they were people that were in there. I'm telling you what, they were children. They said, you know what, daddy? I heard what Joshua said. Are we gonna do it? Mama, I heard what the man of God said, that if we'll just do it this way, I'm gonna tell you what, the walls of Jericho in your life right now, you've let the walls stand up and the people are watching. Your family's watching you. I'm, I'm, and I, I'm concerned about how this church is gonna do in 2021. But if the Lord doesn't come in 2021, I think about what would it be like in 2041? Well, I'm gonna tell you this. How you do and how you let God conquer your Jericho for you through the step of faith could determine what your children are going to do, how your family responds. That person you've been witnessed to at work and you've been telling them God's real, they want to see that in your life. And if that's going to happen, your Jericho has got to go. Amen. Let's everybody stand. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Preacher, you come and...